1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good evening. Welcome to tonight's Andrea K. Show. It is Friday Eve. This is where we start getting hyped. Hyped all the way up as we roll into the weekend. I'm especially excited that the clouds broke today. We finally got some sunshine back in. I ain't buying that. Now, don't get me wrong. I ain't believing in all that climate change nonsense. Uh, to me, it's called weather. But we don't usually have rain like this uh, consistently over the few months uh, that we've had in San Diego. But uh, the sunshine came out. Right in time for the Andrea K show. And you are here, and I'm grateful to have you here, whether you're listening in your car, over the internet, streaming, and all the different ways that we do. Please do keep the conversation rolling on Facebook Live. Share that video, y'all, if that's how you're watching. Keep that radio dial tuned in to me if you're in your car on the way home enjoying the radio. And if you do want to call in, make sure you keep this number handy every day from 6 to 7 p.m. Pacific time 888 344 1170. 888-344-1170. The question of the day is this. President Trump unveiled his immigration plan today. It was not a policy explanation today. This was, this was his goal, the, his, his proposal for what he wants to see happen in the form of legislation. Um, it, was, it was interesting, and I'm curious as to whether or not uh, you're buying it. I, when I posted the question earlier today, there were some people that literally posted pictures of their MAGA hats with, with matches. Saying that they were disappointed and they were ready to burn their MAGA gear. What are you what are your thoughts? I'm seeing it from across uh, the from support thumbs up to people burning their hats. Eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. 344 1170 And the man who's here, who's taking us throughout this evening every night, here on the smooth Andrea K show and rolling us into Friday is DJ Carrot Stick. Carrot, Carrot, we all love Carrots.
2: You know what today's weather reminded me of? What? Stormy weather.
1: <laughs> uh. <laughs> I had just taken a sip of very hot coffee. You know what? I'm so glad you said that because you know what? I think every day should be Lena Horn Day, Lena Horn Memorial Day. Maybe I should have had that on the light box instead of zombie groundhog. Yeah, we got to talk about <laughs> we got to talk about that later. Did did you uh, hear Trump? You you were so busy today. I'm not the only show that you produce here at the station, DJ Carrot Sticks. But did you hear any of Trump's immigration plan? And do you have anything you want to say?
0: No, unfortunately, I did not hear it.
1: Okay. Um, oh, by the way, how, before we get into any of the hot topics, we got to give a shout out to someone important to us on the AK crew who happens to be celebrating his birthday today and I don't think he's doing it eating carrot sticks. Hopefully he's going to be hogging down, ground hogging down on some cake somewhere. It's DJ Potato Skins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We love you Skins. Skins is he's not my main man, he's my left hand. I'm cuz I write with my right hand. So let's just say Skins is my left hand. So uh, we love you, Skins. Thank you for all you do here for us on the show. Um, And you know what? Before I I say what I want to say about Trump's immigration plan, I got to give a shout out to my man, Trump, and thank him for all he's doing. Because whether you love his plan and what he put out there today, whether you love the actual progress that has been made in stemming the scourge, the invasion that is happening, not just at our southern border, but our virtual borders economically, as well as with the visa program and the refugee and the lottery and all this kind of stuff, he, President Trump, faces an entire United States government that that's that he's up against. I think he may have two or three Republicans in Congress that really want to do anything about sealing the border and stopping the influx of low-skilled illegals here that are economic parasites there I said it. So President Trump, you know, I know that people are are disappointed that we don't have the full wall yet. We still are seeing massive hordes of people being being spread around our country, um, but President Trump uh, ha- has not had the support that he needed. He had Paul Ryan as the Ho- as the Speaker of the House who campaigned for Congress at one point using the same exact verbiage as Hillary Clinton saying, I see myself not just as a, as a representative of American citizens, but I see myself as just as much a representative of people in India. I thought, people in India? People in India? Uh, paying a bill here in the United States of America? The people in India you think you're representing, are they here creating jobs? That's insane. And that's who President Trump has had to go up against. Now, what I would have loved to hear him say, here's what my immigration reform plan would be today. We're going to lock the door and, and we're going to close the door and lock it. And it's going to be a door, big, fat, beautiful vault door, like you see at the bank. And it's going to be locked tight. And anybody who tries to break in, including those using kids to pick the lock, are going to be arrested and sent home. And when I say close the door and lock it, I mean stop any and all immigration 100%. I don't care how they're trying to come here, by what means, we're done. We're locking the door, and we're we're going to close it up. Anybody who tries to come in is immediately arrested. Then we're going to use and, do, and immediately deported, which means no asylum claims will be heard whatsoever. Because there is no country in which these people are coming from that, that have a legitimate asylum claim. Because really, unless you're coming here from Cuba— or China, you don't have an asylum claim according to our asylum laws. You're somebody coming here for economic reasons.
0: And even you've, you've mentioned before some of the people that have come here—they pass through other countries,
1: right? Where they could right.
0: claim asylum,
1: right? And that's part of part of what what uh, Lindsey Graham's plan was. So my plan is you lock that door shut. You stop any immigration. And there was a time in the United States in which we did that because we had so many people coming in at the turn of the century and coming in through, through Ellis Island that we stopped all immigration completely. We also, and because the idea was to give time for the immigrants who would come here to assimilate into our culture, we also at a time had a deportation force. So again, my immigration reform would be lock the door completely to anybody coming, take all the resources that we have, not with filtering people who are even wanting to come here legally, but in trying to deal with the hundreds of thousands, the millions. I've been hearing we got 11 million illegals in this country for two decades. In the meantime, we've had Hundreds of thousands and hundreds of thousands continue to pour in. And I heard a stat today that for every one person that comes into this country legally or illegally, we got about 200 more people coming in behind them for that one person. We probably got 50, 60 million illegals here in this country. So instead of resources being dedicated to anything else or even legal immigration at this point, all of our resources should be dedicated to rounding up and deporting anybody who is in this country unlawfully. That includes breaking and entering into our country, visa overstays, you investigations into all these uh, marriages. There was some big marriage sting uh, that was busted. Some woman was getting paid fifty thousand dollars for every arranged marriage in, in immigration fraud. Every bit of that—that's where one hundred percent of our resources should be going. And that, and as a part of that. That also means that nobody in, in this country illegally gets a dime of taxpayer money in any form. I don't care whether it's medical care. I don't care whether it's education. If we have a hint that any kid's in a school and he's part of it he it needs to be report, reported. We cannot allow this to continue in our country. That would be what I would want. However, what Trump, some of the details of Trump's immigration plan, which if we had done that, I would be completely on board with. Because what it, really what he's talking about is, He's talking about, okay, we're gonna bring people into this country we've got to bring have a brain about it, you know, like if you got a if you had a sixteen year old daughter d j carrot sticks, would you let it you know she's sixteen years old, she's you know captain of a cheerleading team, she's dean's list, you know she does charity work I mean you've got like the cream of the crop sixteen year old girl and let me tell you there's a lot of that kind of young young lady in this country uh so you've got this kind of young lady you're gonna let any dude who comes and knock on the door come and take her out?
3: heck no, no,
1: you're not right. You're going to go, you're not going to let her go off with some dude covered in tats all over his face and a cloud of marijuana smoke, get on the back of his motorcycle with no helmet. You're not going to do that. If you do, you're insane. You got to have, you got to, if you own a business and you have invested your entire livelihood in that business and assumed all the liability to it, are you just going to hire whoever walks through the door? No, you're going to say, give me your resume. Show me your experience. I need to understand your education. Then I need to understand, based upon that, whether or not we're going to be able to work together, whether or not you're going to be able to assimilate into the culture of my business. How are we going to be able to communicate? Are you going to be able to respect my goals here and help me to achieve my goals of my my operation here? That's how we should be operating every aspect of our life, but we're not as a country. Some stats. Currently, uh, when it comes to employment and skills-based, only 12%. Of current people coming here have any skills or whatever, versus the proposed would be 57%. Right now, uh, it's, it's all about family-based. 66% of the people coming here, it's all about being related to the family. So Trump wants to end the visa lottery program as well. Uh, he wants to take it down to 10% humanitarian. I say none, unless you've got a true asylum claim, like the old days when we had Russia and we had Olympians trying to, you know, trying to escape Russia. You know, can I, I want to defect you know we used to hear about that a lot growing up because that's how tight our country was in taking in people um he wants uh anybody coming here to speak english he wants them to have an employment offer uh, offer that they can that they can document as well as be financially self-supporting he's interested in a merit-based point system that rewards age employment um uh that gets them above a certain wage we don't want to bring in poor people in other words English proficiency he also wants to give points to people from underrepresented countries because what we've got is we've got it there's how many billions of people around the world and and yet we're given a free pass just uh, we're discriminating as he said today against the brilliant people against the talented people uh and in favor of people that just because of their location from these central and south american countries when it, what's not mentioned in here is how to deal with the illegals uh, that are currently here in the country or what to do with DACA. Lindsey Graham, his ideas were not in here. And I believe it's, although Trump denied it, I believe it's because this is Jared Kushner's plan, not Lindsey Graham. Lindsey Graham wants asylum to be the legislation to require that any asylum seeker do it in their own country. That's the way it should be, not at the point of entry. We're being scammed. He wants kids as part of family units to be held not 20 days, but up to 100 days. Any unaccompanied minors immediately uh, uh, re-un- returned, uh, reunified, I guess, or whatever it's, uh, is, is the term. But tell me what you guys think. 888-344-1170. We're going to take a break. When we come back. We're going to shift gears because, I mean, talk about it getting hot. I mean, talk about groundhogs scurrying and trying to hide down in their little holes. That's what's happening as the bar probe, the Durham-led special prosecutor investigation gets underway. And we've got Al Parada from the stream who's going to be here. He's got a great article today that kind of wraps it all up and answers the question, who should we really, who's the one person to watch in all of this? And you might be surprised by Al's answer. Stay tuned. We're K. Show coming up. Don't let your assets paid off or not go to probate. For your free consultation, contact Rod through his website, HatleyLawGroup.com. That's H-A-T-L-E-Y Law Group.com. HatleyLawGroup.com. HatleyLawgroup.com.
0: FM 96.1 AM 1170.
6: The answer. It's no secret that we have bad water in San Diego. Strange odors, chlorine taste, new disinfectants. You get the picture. What you need is Superior Water's Waterboy whole house system. It removes all the harmful stuff, descales, limescale buildup, and leaves you with fresh tasting mountain spring water from every tap. Superior Water launched their company right here on KCBQ over 20 years ago. Now they're offering the answer Waterboy discount. $500 $500 off any Waterboy whole house system. Call 1-800-WATERBOY today for a free estimate and water test. The Waterboy also extends the life of your appliances and even improves dry skin. The Waterboy has 5-star ratings and is maintenance free, with the best warranty in the business. Call 1-800-WATERBOY and ask for the Answer Waterboy discount. That's 1-800-WATERBOY or visit superiorwater.com. And remember, bad water is a serious problem and the Waterboy is your answer. Make the change this spring to have fresh tasting water from every tap.
0: The whole house system in a snap, so good, great water. Touch the Western Wall. Sail on the Sea of Galilee. Pray on the Mount of Beatitudes. The list goes on. Return home inspired, renewed, and empowered. If you've ever dreamed of seeing Israel, this is your chance. Join me for a life-changing adventure to give you a renewed sense of purpose. The 10-Day Stand with Israel Tour, December 2019.
4: Join the Stand with Israel Tour with Dennis Prager and Mike Gallagher happening December 2nd through the 11th, 2019. Learn more today at TheAnswerSanDiego.com.
7: Let's start your summer off with a healthy smile. Dr. Gray and Dr. Hurtado, as a way to welcome you to their family, they're offering 15% off all treatments for the month of May because they want you to feel great about your smile. Give them a call and find out the details of this offer, but 15% off their treatments. And listen, if you haven't been to the dentist in decades, don't worry about it. There's no scolding. They're not going to make you feel bad about being away for so long. They've been doing this for 30 years. They've seen and have taken care of everything possible. And if you're really terrified of the dentist, they have complimentary sedation dentistry. So you go, you sit back in this nice leather chair, listen to relaxing music, take a pill, you're out. They do all the dental work and you wake up and you feel better than ever. 619-337-7700. 619-337-7700. 15% off in the month of May. Jeff Gray with an A. Jeff Gray, DDS.com. Mm-hmm.
0: FM 96.1 AM 1170
4: The Answer. You're listening to the Andrea K show on The Answer San Diego.
1: Yeah. I'm not sure where that bumper music comes from, but I'm kind of liking it for this for this next segment for our buddy Al Parada from the stream. We're going to talk about the it's getting deep y'all. It's it, it's getting so deep the rats are scurrying. They're trying to to, uh, bite at each other, and and, and it's gotten dog-eat-dog. There's so many different analogies you can do with this. Uh, Al Parado from The Stream has written a great one today. He's using baseball analogy. Um, Not really my sport, but I'm going to try to keep up. And uh, y'all definitely want to uh, stay tuned here because Al's kind of tied together because there's so many moving parts in the story of what's going on with the Mueller investigation, how the deep state is being outed and how uh, they're all going against each other. And so there's just more and more information coming out every day. And he kind of wraps it up brilliantly in an article today, a blog post called Playball. The get Trump blame game begins. Hey, Al, welcome back to the Andrew Kay show. Hey, how are
8: you doing
1: tonight? I'm good. Um, uh, by the way, you can follow Al. He is the managing editor of the stream, and you can follow him at Streaming Al. Okay, and I don't know no much about nothing about no baseball, Al. Um, but what I do know is that uh, it, they're they're winding up, and some some balls are being thrown at some heads. Is that is that what's happening here?
8: Well, basically, the idea is um, that. Lady Lady Justice is warming up in the bullpen Ooh. and the game is on um, uh, by by appointing um, by appointing John Durham uh, um, Attorney General Barr is tell, is sending a big a high hard fastball Ooh. right at these people Ooh. because this is a guy this guy up in Connecticut um, he uh, <laughs> he's he, he, he's prosecuted FBI agents he's right. prosecuted CIA agents So that is a signal that that we're, this is like, uh, this is like sending Tommy Lee Jones to go catch your fugitive. Ooh. Now that's an (laughs) analogy I
1: understand because that's one of my favorite movies. My favorite part was when they were in the tunnel and Harrison Ford says, I didn't kill my wife. And he says, I don't care.
8: Right? Yeah. Another line you might, yeah. And and Durham might have another line from that movie. What? I don't bargain. Oh, good one. When when, when, when somebody comes to him and says, so... So this is part of the thing. This guy's a tough guy, and now that the, stuff, the house is starting to collapse, uh-huh. uh, this house of cards with the, with the Spygate, with, with what was done to Trump, which was done to the candidate, which was done to the president-elect, which was done to sabotage the president of the United States, mm-hmm. these these people are gonna, you know, they know the game is up, and so this, you know, some of these people are gonna flip, and that's the game. If, if I, you know, if I were in Vegas, you know, I'd have I'd have a, a board, I'd have a um, a board, a game, a gambling board on like, who's going to, what are the odds of this? Who's going to flip, you know, who's going to be the one to turn it. And um, well,
1: it's interesting because in the past couple of days uh, it has been Comey against Brennan, but actually it's kind of more like Comey against Brennan and Clapper and everybody's saying that they're kind of flipping against each other. I'm wondering if it's not a strategy against uh, instead of against turning uh, uh, the strategy, being turning against each other if it's not a coordinated play that they both understand. If, For example, if you've got a murder trial going on and your two spe- suspects are both saying the other one did it, did it uh, then basically they both can go free. So I'm not sure if they're really going against each other or if it's some kind of coordinated play.
8: Well, here's the one thing. I, I It could be. The one thing that would go against that is the FBI and CIA, they may be sisters, but you know, sister agencies. But they're sisters that don't get along. They, they fight for turf, territory, mom's affection. You know, so they've been – um. so, so that kind of makes me think they are going to you go. Know, because I don't think the FBI folks, you know, Strzok, um, McCabe, all these people are going to take a fall for the CIA, especially if it turns out that Brennan was more of a central figure in making this stuff happen, especially when you start throwing in all these – Foreign intelligence agencies that were clearly involved in this. Right. Well, I don't think they're not going to take. I don't think the FBI folks. McCain isn't going to take a fall for anybody. He's already said, if I go down, everybody goes down. I'm taking everybody with me.
1: Right. Well, so, it's interesting. Your, you know, article, your article, excuse me for interrupting. I just got to keep keep moving through because you've got so many great points in your article here. One of the things in the Comey versus Brennan, um, you know, you really lay out why um, you agree with, um, I think it was Rand Paul who said uh, that Brennan, uh, somebody said that, no, it might have been Trey Gowdy who said, if you look at the back and forth between who might, there was a string of emails uh, that pe- people are referencing uh, that it looks as though uh, Brennan was the one that pushed for to, the use of the dossier. There's and and but then uh, they're blaming Comey. If you look at the back and forth, I can't remember who it was who said it, but Brennan seems to be uh, the one who clearly was behind the use of the dossier.
8: Yeah, uh, Rand Paul said he'd been told. He said this in March that um, he'd been told that that, that Brennan was the one pushing for the dossier. And we know this also because um, Brennan was the one who was pushing the dossier on um, Harry Reid. And we know that because Harry Reid said it. This isn't Jim Jordan. This isn't Donald Trump. This isn't Devin Nunes saying that. That's former – that's a – you know, former minority leader, Harry Reid, a Democrat who said that Brennan was the one pushing it. I have forgotten that. So, yeah.
1: Yeah. You also yeah, go on that, in your article to yeah. say that uh, his agents also pushed it to Moby. You give a list here, unlike anything that I've ever seen of anybody else. You've compiled a little list in your article uh, that really why it points to Brennan. Uh, you say he pressed the yeah. garbage pail dossier on Reid. His agents pushed it to this guy, Moby. Uh, CIA agents like Stefan Halper got actively involved in setting the trap. Uh, One point that you mentioned is that nobody else I've heard mention it is uh, the coordinated effort to move Papadopoulos and Carter Page onto foreign soil where CIA can operate is really telling, as well as the involvement of British, Australian and likely uh, Italian intelligence agencies who would have listened uh, to Brennan, as well as the honeypot. So, I mean, to me, it was Trey Gowdy who said, you know, Brennan's got uh, the, the, or Comey's got the stronger argument here in terms of Comey yeah. versus Brennan. Um, so, it, which is, which marks, uh, which you call a CIA, CIA black op. And that certainly seems like what could have happened here. Yeah. Yeah.
8: And, and a thing I also mentioned going back to Comey is why he, why he wouldn't. I don't think he would team with Brennan. Comey has to be the hero of the story. We've seen enough Comey now that somehow he's got to be the white knight. And so, you know, tag teaming with Brennan, if Brennan starts trying to throw him under the proverbial bus, no, he's got to be, you know, Comey's psychology is I'm the hero. I'm the righteous one. I'm the one who wanted to stop this from happening. I was overruled. I, I was doing the right thing. And these people, I relied on what these people were telling me. Because you know I'm great and virtuous, and the rest of us are scum. So that's sort of the fun. To, it's not fun because it's a horrible thing we're going to have to go through if we mm-hmm. start prosecuting former FBI directors. But it is it is nice. It's going to be interesting to see who the who is going to like confess, who is going to make deals for to make you know make deals to avoid serious, you know, serious, more serious charges. Right. And And I was the ones to fall on the sword.
1: Yeah. And I was interested. I was surprised uh, of uh, the person that you said that everyone should watch. And uh, and it was Lisa Page. Why her? Yeah.
8: Well, she was she was central to everything. If you follow her tweets, she was, for example, like if she was somebody who was a liaison between the FBI and the White House, she's the one who would like go to meetings like during the Clinton Hillary investigation and coordinate with the White House. She'd be, she was, she was um, Andrew McCabe's right-hand person. She was Strzok's, um girlfriend, and she, but she was also a high-level lawyer. People forget that. She was one of the top lawyers in the FBI. Right. So she was in the center of everything, and she hated, you know, she hated Trump and all that, but she was a central figure, but giving what we've been hearing about what her testimony, she seemed more likely to be forthcoming. hmm and it seems that she might like she'd be the first person I'd go to with a with a, um, a get out of jail free card.
1: Well, I so think she that was, she
8: was in the conversation, right? Was, um,
1: One of the things you talk about in Spy versus Spy, another another aspect of this that nobody else is talking about is that um, that there is kind of I wouldn't say a war, um, but the CIA and the FBI are uh, siblings who rival. I mean, they're not exactly besties. Uh, I wouldn't say I don't I wouldn't say they're Cain and Abel, um, but they're not exactly they Kardashians. And so um, you talk about in your article about uh, it, that it might it might might be juicy and fun for them. You've got the CIA director, Gina Haspel, now uh, overseeing an investigation of the FBI. How might that be play play a role in this?
8: Well, again, somebody, you know, again, the CIA might not have much motivation to protect the FBI mm. if the CIA gets a lot of heat on it, which it's going to get, as a, you know, you know, agencies, some government agencies can be like cockroaches. It takes a lot to destroy them <laughs> and they will, they will, they will, they will protect themselves. They will protect their own before, you know, so just as a matter of institutional protection mm-hmm. that, that they that they that they'll be willing to go. Hey man, it, you know the FBI. These are the FBI people. Comey was involved, in this, so the FBI people were out of control. We were measured. We were we took the analyst report. We knew Russia was doing stuff. We mm-hmm. never, but we never. we needed to look into. We knew we had to look into it. But we never ever had to yeah. animus towards Trump and 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 doing crazy FISA warrants and anything like that. So, so I think institutional protection. Right. Somebody's going to go down. You know the, the, the you know. Bar has has got the record playing, and they're playing musical chairs with these agencies and these people. And there's going to be, somebody's gonna be left standing when the music stops. In terms of right. you know, okay, you're the one, you're the one who's right. gonna take the fall for this.
9: Right.
1: Well, so they that's are that's clearly
9: the
1: right. Well, you're right about that. I love the cockroach analogy. You know, it's one of the reasons why I moved away from New Orleans because you see one, you see, uh, and I think it's very applicable here. Uh, they're hard to kill. You see one in the kitchen, and you know there's about two thousand of them in the walls and it's really hard to route them all out and you can think you've got them and then, you know, then they show back up and really, we have had some cockroaches for a long time in our intelligence agencies, both including the CIA as well as uh, in the FBI and the DOJ and, you know, you look at Mueller. Yeah, this guy Durham helped out what Mueller was up to back during the Whitey Bulger days and then you got to ask yourself how in the world was he considered respected by this government and by both parties where he's appointed as a special prosecutor. Then you've got Jim Comey, my friend uh, John Cardillo out of uh, Florida who's a host on Newsmax, found an article from the 90s with Jim Comey saying that he was a communist who had just kind of moved away from being a communist and he doesn't know what he is now. I mean, these are the kind of people John Brennan converted to Islam and went to an annual meeting of ISNA, which was an unindicted co-conspirator and said, I'm not here as the head of the CIA to investigate you. I'm here as a friend. I mean, these are the kind of people that have been running our government. And it's really hard to kill all these cockroaches because you know what? They all have buddies and friends and family in there and they're all feeding it the trough and we but we've got to we got to get rid of them because we've got an infestation
8: final thought
5: uh, al parada
8: well who knows well who knows more about cockroaches than a guy whose dad was built at um low low income housing you know apartments in new york I think, Mr. Trump, there's a little bit of a thing about getting rid of cockroaches and taking care of cockroaches. Well, he, so, yeah. So he, I, think that's, that takes, I think we're on to something here. Well, he's
1: certainly the guy that wouldn't shy away from going and stomping on one of them if he needed to, and one of them showed up. So, yeah, my money's on Trump. Al Parada, thank you for being here. Everybody follow him at Streaming Al on Twitter, and then uh, read his articles and his great blog post on the stream. Thanks for being here.
9: Well, thanks for having me on.
1: All right, have a great night. All right, now stay tuned. We're going to take take a tiny little break here. We come back. You know, I didn't cover this story initially because I really wasn't sure. The facial recognition, it got banned in San Francisco or Seattle or somewhere. I didn't really think of what the big deal was. Um, But then actually a friend of mine has come out uh, in media and says that this is a big deal and it's something that we should care about. And so you will hear from her former SWAT officer, police gal. She'll be here to explain after after the break. Don't go anywhere. No, it wasn't me.
4: It was
1: the one-armed man. Want
4: more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K Show and like
10: her Facebook page at Andrea K. Kay, spelled K-A-Y-E.
0: FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. The answer. San Diego has gone interactive. Download our free app to get special offers, deals, and more than just status updates and pictures of cats from your smartphone. Did you hear something that you want to weigh in on? Download the free The Answer app to instantly call or email the station straight from your mobile device. Download our free app today. The Answer San Diego, the best conservative coverage in San Diego.
4: Read the latest breaking news, top business analysis, and the funniest political cartoons. Yeah. 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 Register for the Answer San Diego's newsletters. Use keyword newsletter. Stay current on politics, contests, events, and more. Be among the first to know about the latest books from top conservative authors, special signing events, and promotions. Register today at the diego.com Keyword newsletter. Sponsored by Richard Musio, host of It's Your Business, Sundays at 9 a.m. only on the Answer San Diego.
10: Can you believe it? Since the Fed announced that they're not going to raise rates till at least 2020, we're back in the threes on a home mortgage. You heard it right. We're back in the threes. Hi, I'm Ken Tyler, president of Right Choice Mortgage. Let's get you back in the threes on a 30-year mortgage. We're a privately owned direct lender, which allows us to create products that nobody else has. Check these out. One day at a BK short seller foreclosure, starting in the threes. Mortgages for the self-employed, starting in the threes. Or how about getting cash out on your investment properties so you can buy another one, starting in the fours. Specialty loans go all the way up to $25 million, so bring them big and small. Call Sergio, my top agent, at 833-886-3863. 833-886-FUND. Rates starting in the threes and fours on a 30 year mortgage? Call Sergio, my top agent, at 833 886 3863. That's 833 886 fund. Retroit mortgage is licensed by the VR01943736 and mls
3: 132583 and is an equal opportunity lender.
2: I'm sure you heard by now. This is a year to go solar. After this year, the maximum federal tax credit of 30% will drop. Hi, I'm Jesse Keegan, owner of Keegan Electric Solar, a Marine Corps veteran and a licensed electrical contractor. Give me a call and I will personally come out and give you a free estimate and evaluate your home for solar. The most important aspect of going solar is your electrical panel. It's the nerve center of your home. Because I'm a licensed electrical contractor, not only can I install your solar system, I'll be able to upgrade your electrical panel to solar-ready if needed. Keegan Electric Solar uses in-phase microinverters and includes free per-panel monitoring so you can keep track of what your system is producing right from your smart device. Give Keegan Electric Solar a call today at 619-742-8376 or go to keeganelectricsolar.com. That's Keegan Electric Solar. 619-742-8376. Financing available. FM 96.1 AM
7: 1170
2: The Answer. You're listening
4: to somebody who tells it like it is. Andrea K on The Answer San Diego.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K show. Yeah, we spy on all the time, aren't we? I mean, is there any place in this in this world, in this country, that we go to where there ain't a camera on us? Remember when we had the red light cameras in the, at the intersections?
0: Well, even right? your Roomba is giving out your room dimensions to IKEA and stuff.
1: Right, yeah. I mean, you know, every everywhere we go. I mean, you know, you go to upload a video, on, uh, a picture on Facebook, and they immediately try to tag it according to facial recognition. So when the story broke uh, that I think it was San Francisco— or Seattle, I don't remember which, see, because it really didn't play that big of a story to me. When they banned a facial recognition technology, I thought, okay, well, you know, whatever. I didn't really see it as a big story. And then I saw that a gal that I know, a fabulous amazing woman, uh, agrees with the ACLU on this and feels like this is a story that is important that we should be focusing on, I thought, well, then let me revisit this. Because if Lisa Lockwood cares about this story, then I should too. She is a crime analyst, former SWAT member. Yeah, you heard me right. Former SWAT detective and Desert Storm veteran and friend of mine. In fact, she and I actually shot a video, a pilot together with none other than Wayne Allen Root a couple years ago. And she joins me now. Hey, Lisa, welcome to the Andrea K Show.
9: Hi, Andrea. Happy to be here tonight.
1: Well, glad to have you. Okay, so why should we care about this facial recognition? Why was this an important story?
9: Well, it, it, it's twofold. I mean, obviously, as a police woman, former police woman, mm-hmm. I think it's important for police to use any. Uh, capability that they have in technology to try to locate and find a bad guy. Now, find a murderer, find somebody who has created some mass carnage uh, somewhere at a Boston Marathon. Use the technology for that purpose. Yes, I'm a huge advocate. On the opposite side, I'm an advocate of privacy. Mm-hmm. So if I decide that I'm going to go to a rally and somebody's going to use face recognition at that rally, in order to exploit me in some way to take away some ability um, that I may, you know, for instance in politics, if I steer in one direction and the opposite end of the team decides, hey, let's exploit the fact that Lisa Lockwood uh, steers in one direction and make sure that she's not able to do her banking here. Let's make sure that she, uh, we uh-huh. don't want to give her services, et cetera, mm-hmm. et cetera. So my public image and public profile, my privacy is completely gone in my private life because of the technology. So here's the big deal with San Francisco making the ban. The ban was for law enforcement, taking away the ability for law enforcement to use facial recognition technology. So that was the issue that I had. Uh, Why would you take that away from them? And I looked into it a little bit deeper. And obviously, the reason is because of the abuse. Mm -hmm. Anytime that you're given new technology, there is the opportunity for police to abuse that. Right.
1: Uh, Well, you also mentioned a couple key points here, which I found was interesting, is that um, it could uh, be misused and unfairly target African-Americans or low-income neighborhoods. How so?
9: Yes. Yes, yeah, because think about this. I mean, you know, big brothers up there, right? We've got cameras mm-hmm. everywhere, in the sky at the Seven Eleven and gas stations, et cetera. So let's, let's say that police want to use that, get that surveillance video when no crime has occurred, mm-hmm. just to see, to try and locate, okay, what? who are the gang members out here? Who's hanging out here? I want to try and find out, you know, who's the blood? Who are... You know, all the different games that are getting together to wreak havoc at a, at a later date, let's try and identify them now versus getting out there in the grassroots method of mm-hmm. police doing what they need to do, doing right. investigations, showing up and a crime has occurred, and let's go forward with that, versus kind of the preemptive strike of uh, let's look at this, let's identify, and let's invade people's privacy. I, right, mean, it's, me, right. I want the bad guys off the street. I right. do.
1: Right. This is basically, it, you're describing what went down with the weaponized FBI and the DOJ against President Trump. It, it yeah. wasn't based on any probable cause. It was, oh, gee, let's try to, let, let's let just do some spying and see what we can come up, what we can drum up here. And that's not how we're supposed to operate in the United States of America. We're not supposed to be entrapping people. And that was part of the problem with the red light cameras, was that, you know, um, you know it was, it was like spying. It was like entrapment, trying to catch people, and and then you couldn't face your accuser. In fact, my mother, um, she went to court and fought it, you know, and said, "I, I, you know, where's the cop? You know, you know, you're just using. How do I even know that I was uh, that that I ran through the intersection? You know, you, uh, you know, so
9: yeah, so um, so it's big brother, it's big brother, and having their hand in way too many things. And once one thing is approved, it's another, and it's another. And the way it is right now in China, China can identify people within ten Mm seconds by using the facial recognition biometric map and knowing the movements and knowing where everybody is by just you know the 200 million cameras that they have in china Mm -hmm. their technology is so advanced so the fear is obviously Mm -hmm. um is it going to be that advanced the united states once you agree one thing it's the ripple effect we're using facial recognition right now at all of our international airports and and various ports under federal um uh, jurisdiction so it's happening already yeah. now let's look at the other side of it. Let's look at Amazon. Let's look at Google. Let's look at we're using face recognition on our telephones now. Mm-hmm. Everybody likes the perks of those, but they're not realizing what's happening with that. Right, it's Big Brother having his hand way too far into our yeah. personal lives.
1: You know, this actually started back with the Patriot Act and when they started data mining us. And it was... Um, What you're talking about is setting up cameras in certain neighborhoods as a way of profiling Um, the Patriot Act. The Patriot Act went reverse in the other way. It was, well, we don't want to be strategic here and have boots on the ground. So we just want to like to do data mining of everybody. Not on the basis of probable cause, not on the basis of any associations, but we want to set up a trillion-dollar center out somewhere in the desert, Nevada, to where we can be calling information on every American citizen, just like at the airports when they were patting down little old grandma, little old you know hundred-year-old ladies who grew up in Iowa and Congress people like Newt Gingrich and others, uh, you know. Yes. So you know, and we really did not have. We were so freaked out after nine eleven. I think as a country, we we were too quick. To give up our privacy rights, uh, you know, in in order to think that that was going to help us combat you know islamic terror and when really we needed to be more strategic and connect the dots between islam and islamic terror lisa lockwood thank you so much 100%. for being here you, you made me rethink uh this the situation because i really didn't give it enough uh, enough thought when when the story oh, broke
9: thank you thanks for giving up the time on your show
1: all right have a great night lovely lady and you and you a couple too. comments uh here on facebook somebody said you're a hero thank you for your service and uh, I wanted to pass that on to you. All right, lovely. Talk to you later. Appreciate it. All right. We're going to take a pre- quick uh, <laughs> slip, of the tongue, slip of the tongue there. We're going to take a quick break when we come back. We got to talk about de Blasio. Uh, we got uh, other. T- uh, he's in the race now. Uh, we got to talk about that and a couple of other items to hit y'all with. So don't go anywhere. We got ma- more Andrew K show coming up.
4: The cat
0: FM 96.1. AM 1170. The answer.
11: Hey, parents and grandparents! You've heard about the Answer San Diego's half price tuition program. Well, now is the time to call and enroll your student into a great school for half price. Just call 844 800 5757. The Answer San Diego has partnered with some of San Diego's finest private schools to offer half price tuition for the 2019 2020 school year. This is such a blessing that will save your family a lot of money. But these schools are going fast, so call now, 844-800-5757. To see the list of participating schools, log on to TheAnswerSanDiego.com, pick your school, then call to enroll your child be ready to put the entire half price tuition on your credit card when you call You'll be giving your child or grandchild the high quality private education they need for half price Tuitions are going fast so call now eight four four eight zero zero five seven five seven that's eight four four eight zero zero five seven five seven.
4: Whether you're an aficionado or just picking up memorable gifts for the tobacco lover in your life, Liberty Tobacco has just what you're looking for. As San Diego's oldest independent tobacco store that's been serving San Diego since 1957, Liberty Tobacco has one of the largest selections of premium imported cigars with all the top brands. Like my father, Arturo Fuente, Padron, and Liberty Tobacco is San Diego's only authorized dealer for the much desired Davidoff cigar. There's more than just cigars at Liberty Tobacco too. They feature a selection of its ex- Exquisite handcrafted pipes from top makers around the world and some of the most unique blends of custom pipe tobacco. Be sure to follow Liberty Tobacco on Facebook and Instagram to keep up with promotions, events, and happy hour deals. You can get cigars, pipes, and tobacco anywhere. But if you want the lowest prices and the most experienced staff, Liberty Tobacco is the only place in town you need to go. To find the location nearest you, visit libertytobacco.com. That's libertytobacco.com.
0: This is Albert Moeller for townhall.com. The fetal heartbeat bills recently adopted in several states are strategic efforts intended to provoke the attention of the United States Supreme Court to confront the logic of the Roe v. Wade decision. The passage of these bills has also provoked a very revealing public conversation. Notably, Christine Quinn, active in New York City politics over the years, said on CNN, when a woman is pregnant, that is not a human being inside of her. Whatever the inhabitant of the womb is, according to Christine Quinn, it's not a human being. Because if it were, pro-abortion advocates would then have to recognize the personhood of that being and recognize his or her rights. The only significant moral agent when it comes to those who are representing the pro-choice position is the woman. The baby simply doesn't exist. Well, Christine Quinn's horrifying comment has at least achieved one thing, moral clarity. And we should at least note that. I'm Albert Mowler. The Pepperdine School of Public Policy. America's unique graduate leadership degree. Apply by June 15th for fall classes. FM 96.1 AM 1170. The Answer.
4: A.K., Dynamite and Address, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, she's on The Answer San Diego.
1: No, we ain't going to take it. No, we're not. You know, we talk a lot on the show about how and welcome back to the Andrea K Show about how we can't just complain. We've got to get active. We have to do stuff uh, to push back because the left is active all day, every day, 24 hours a day, seven days a week in pushing their agenda. And, I mean, they are running over us like a steamroller. Uh, one of the areas is, is our schools. And that's why we do our weekly segments with Bob Walters, who actually uh, funded a bus to go up to Sacramento to try to stop the California Health Framework, which included a lot of sexualization of children. In its curriculum, I think there was some successes because at least now there's an opt-out uh, opt out option for the parents. But it still exists, and we still have to be active. And joining me now is Abe Palanto from Informed Parents of California, who actually has an action, an action item for you guys. There's an event that you can participate in, and he joins me now. Hi, Abe. Welcome to the Andrea K Show.
3: Hi, Andrea. Thank you for uh, taking my call here. It.
1: Thank you for all you're doing to try to help save the kids. You know, I mean, really, the left hijacked our school systems, and that's really is where the battleground is, because that's where they have exactly. done so much to shift the culture in this country and churn out little socialist, you know, anti-God, anti-American, you know, social justice warriors for the state. Um, so what's happening on the 17th tomorrow?
3: Well, tomorrow, Andrew, we are upset that, yes, the framework was Passed or approved last week, and yes, they conceded somewhat that they're going to remove just a handful of these grotesque books out there. But they are still keeping them and recommending them online. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like a two-faced type of approach. So what we're doing, we're pulling out roughly around ten to twelve thousand kids from our public schools tomorrow. Forty counties are participating tomorrow in the sit out we're we're upset i think to say the least and so we're all meeting at our respective county board of education buildings but in san diego we're meeting at the san diego county board of education off of uh, linda vista road 6401 linda vista road so if any of your listeners want to stop by catch the news vans um, uh, listen to what we've got to say that would be great
1: Okay, now we what time we is would this?
3: Appreciate that. This is happening tomorrow between eleven a.m. to one p.m. You'll see us with the big picketing signs. You'll see us with the news vans, and come and share your support.
1: Yeah. Well, um, once
3: again, uh,
1: I was just gonna. I, I feel like we need to give. We we don't have a huge amount of time, but I feel like we need to give like an example of. I don't know if you happen to have handy any of the text uh, from these books. I mean, I I referenced it. There there was the one that I remember a little bit from called Who Are You, which is going to be read to kindergartners, I think, and even preschool kids, which is a book that says when the baby's born, the doctor looks at the baby and makes a guess based upon its body. And then it goes on to tell five-year-olds that there's like 29 different genders. It's absolutely, you know, um, complete indoctrination over a topic. First of all uh, – what does that have to do with teaching little kids? Five-year-olds are supposed to be taught how to put a puzzle together. This is about the sexualizing of children. But then there's exactly. one that's even that's even more graphic for the elementary into junior high. Do you remember any of the passages that we can help people to understand how horrific
3: yes. this is? Well, one of the books is called Sex, Puberty, and All That Stuff, A Guide to Growing Up by Jackie Bailey. Basically, what it says is, Uh, It's almost like it reads like an instruction manual Mm -hmm. that when you're French kissing, um, one thing you can do is start to fondle the partner that you're with. And so this is a book that's designed for fourth graders.
1: Wow.
3: And so, I mean, I don't know about you, but I do not want someone else's fourth grade kid over, you know, touching my kids' private parts.
1: Why are we teaching? Why, it, it literally, what they're doing, it's like Dr. Ruth goes to the fourth grade. I mean, this is absolutely insane. And oh, by the way, at a time where we've got the Me Too movement to where men are supposed to be, you know, grown men and adults are, are practically having to get consent forms signed from women before they, you know, finally decide to consummate their marriage. We're trying to teach boys basically, hey, you know, reach over and grab. I mean, there's just so much absolutely wrong with this. The schools are supposed to be teaching the three R's. A, they're not supposed to be – but what they're doing is this is about changing the culture of America. This is about tearing apart the traditions of this country, the fabric, the Judeo-Christian values and, and, and principles, the traditional family unit with per, parents teaching about sex and all of this in the home. Exactly. It's about tearing all that apart so that they can rebuild this country according to their little utopia, Marxist utopian philosophy, and it's insane. And they're, this is a, this is child abuse in my opinion. I wish we had more time, but I just want to make sure everybody knows how serious this is. And uh, please get involved. Come out tomorrow, May 17th, for the Sex Ed Sit-Out in San Diego. It's at the County Board of Education building from 11 to 1. And get more information and join the Facebook page at Informed Parents of California. If you want to
3: find out about our website, then go to informedparents.org and we can get them plugged in all throughout all California. We have local groups that they can get plugged into and find out what's going on in their area all right
1: informed thank you. parents.org uh, informed org. thank you so much abe i appreciate it a palanto
3: thank you andrea
1: all right okay so um a couple a uh, couple animal stories to tell y'all by the way dj carrot sticks big big uh, big controversy going on i guess some dude posted a video on facebook that he that he had a raccoon was roaming around his boat so, you know, um, he pushed it off into the ocean and the thing, you know, I mean, I, I, apparently he struggled and he's presumed dead. I don't think the Coast Guard went to try to rescue him. He's pre- presumed dead. It, uh, but wild, the wildlife agencies were called because this guy posted the video on, on Facebook. And, you know, I had, to, I had a, a, a fan like five or six raccoons try to get into my home one night. They are vicious. There have been people killed by packs of rats packs of raccoons so did this guy do anything wrong here
0: well it could have been a mercoon what's a (laughs) merc it's a half mermaid half raccoon
1: (laughs) but um and he had no idea i was going to mention this story by the way
0: well Uh, it could have been rabid
2: so yeah yeah all right to do that yeah
1: i think where this guy went wrong was posting a video on facebook calling it the the trash panda and going you know you're out of here, sucker. I mean, come on. You don't need to take joy in pushing a raccoon to its death in the ocean. Okay, you know. Uh, anyway. Um, but uh, there's worse things that have been done to animals. Um, everybody's talking today. Mayor de Blasio decided that he's going to be number, what, 925, who's going to join the Democrat race. There's hilarious article from the New York Post out uh, that leads with this. Like a collection of caged zoo animals playing with their own feces <laughs> – The Democrat Party has been flinging candidates at the wall, hoping against all logic that someone, anyone will stick. He goes on to talk about de Blasio has become the 23rd. He will not win. He's a hardcore far left radical extremist. I mean, this guy, when you've lost New York, when you're too far left for New York City. And, and And he can't run for reelection i you know I, I i i think we talked before about when you run for president, you get to keep all the cash that's got to be what's at play here. This guy has got to know mr B- anti big gulp he can't win. everybody's today is talking about the groundhog incident that's one thing they're talking about but you know what I remember do you remember what happened with the rats?
0: No okay
1: well, remember how we talked about AOC had never seen a garbage disposal before yeah, right uh because the trash unions they can't you can't minimize the trash there because it might put some union workers out of. So that's why they don't have garbage disposal. So they got a rat problem in New York. So then he decides to hold this big press conference talking about how they've got a humane way of getting rid of rats, right? And they're going to demonstrate it using a live rat. Rat got out. So, so then you guys got to Google this video. So then this guy, this chief, deputy chief who had with us, like chasing the rat around, swinging a sh- Swinging swinging a shovel at the rat and he makes contact and kills a rat (laughs) online. It just doesn't get any better. That's
2: supposed to be the humane way you whack him Uh, with the shovel.
1: Yeah, but you know, it's so symbolic of the Democrat Party that de Blasio has thrown his hat in the ring. Oh, my gosh. I just couldn't be happier with the state of the Democrat Party today. And I couldn't be happier that tomorrow's Friday. Had a great show tonight. Love you all. We'll be right back here at 6 p.m. Pacific time tomorrow night. Thank you, DJ Kirtz. Happy birthday, DJ Potato Skins